Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. In today's episode, the news just well continues to get rougher and rougher for you as a traveler and customer no service, obviously part of the equation. And airlines getting rid of their phone numbers are never having them in the first place. And there's one type of meat that's getting so much cheaper. I'm going to tell you what you may want to have on your menu. So I've alluded to this recently about Frontier Airlines getting rid of their customer no service number. Now, Frontier happens to be the airline that had to pay the largest fine of any airline that serves the United States, foreign or domestic, for refusing to refund people their tickets when Frontier canceled a flight on them that did not go and then did not comply with federal law to give them their money back. And Frontier has decided, let's just pour on more salt in the wounds and no longer are you allowed to call us. This isn't a joke. So Frontier says, oh, it's so much better to reach out to us on social media or text us. Okay, we'll see how that works. Now, in fairness, pretty much all the nation's airlines have had problems with answering their phone lines. And a lot of times they have farmed it out to call centers, contract call centers, where the people don't know anything at all. So it's not like the customer service you've been able to get from an airline phone number has been really great shakes. But it is uh, really kind of ironic that right after Frontier got this huge fine for not doing what they're required to do by law, that they decide, hey, you know what? We're selling you a really cheap fare. So, well, buyer beware. I went through quite a decision process because Frontier offered a highly publicized pass where there was a brief window I could have bought a year's standby travel for $599. And the way it worked was the day before travel, you could book a confirmed seat, but up to that point, you couldn't book. And then there's a more expensive one that includes international travel. That you could book 10 days out. And I was just like, wait a minute. Do I really want to spend $599? Because this year, I've already traveled more than 70 flights 
So I'm in the air a lot. And I was thinking, you know, this frontier thing, I could just use it a few times and wow, I'd clean up. And <laughs> then I started thinking, I bounce pretty well with whatever happens. But my wife, you know, likes when we get somewhere. She didn't like the process of getting there. And it would take two of us. And I said, I posed it to her. I said, what do you think of this? And I'd already passed on it. The 599 had gone away. And she said, I'm not doing that. So I made the right call on that. But <laughs> that's like, you know, first prize in something being winning one of something and second prize being winning two of the same thing. <laughs> that's what it'd be like with the frontier thing, maybe. But there's a whole group of people that are getting really adept at dealing with the basic economy on the full fare lines and flying on the discounters like Allegiant Frontier and Spirit. And there was a really cute story in the Wall Street Journal about people who make it an art that they never pay anything but the base fare on the discounters. They avoid all the junk fees and these families that everybody's trained in the family that they travel with one of these micro carry-ons. And I've got a micro carry-on that will fit on United where you're not allowed to use the overhead bin if you buy basic economy and under the seat in front of you on any of the airlines and you avoid the fees. And it's just wild. The percent of people who buy one of these basic economy tickets from a full fare airline or fly on one of the discounters that have all the add-on fees who never ever pay a fee and it's not just the people that were profiled in the wall street journal story that was pretty funny significant percent of people fly on these airlines and never ever pay a fee somewhere potentially as much as one in six people who fly on these airlines are able to live with the requirements of no advanced seat assignment, no check bag, no full-size carry-on bag, and able to get it done. But do not believe you're going to show up at United or at one of the discounters, United on a basic economy, or one of the discounters and sneak a full-size carry-on on that plane, not going to happen. And speaking of Frontier, they did a brilliant thing. You're given a boarding pass sequence that only is for people who have paid for a carry-on bag. And that way, everybody else, they know, hey, that bag of yours, 100 bucks, 100 bucks to take it on the plane last minute. So no, they're not fooling around with those fees, you got to jump through all the right hoops to avoid them. Now, Krista, you know that I've flown Allegiant, Frontier, and Spirit, and have flown all three on multiple occasions, and only one time have I ever paid a baggage fee, because I take my little you teeny too. micro carry-on, and that's all I take. You're a better person than I am. <laughs> I don't think I could make it on a trip like with that, but 
You, you don't think you could do the micro? Can no, you? not unless it was an overnight and that was it. But all right, let's go to some questions here. David in Georgia says, I've made a reservation through Airbnb to stay at a beach resort. We've stayed at this particular property two times previously. Mm-hmm. Also, we've used Airbnb multiple times over the years with consistently good reviews for us as guests. I just got an email saying the property manager wants to use a website to do a background check. Is this safe? And would you do it? Yeah, I mean, there's there's always some risk because when you're allowing somebody to have personal information, they then run a background check. But you're going to see this more and more often with Airbnbs and VRBOs because of the problems that have happened with the party houses and the damage to the houses and the police being called and all that. And so uh, right now, typically the potential renter is not paying the fees, although someday you might see that become a mandatory fee that you have with booking an Airbnb or a VRBO. But it is probably in many ways becoming a necessary precaution for people renting out a property because if they lose their ability to rent out that property because of a nightmare guest, the revenue they're going to lose is gigantic. Henry in Wisconsin says, I heard Clark mention a story about a woman who was having trouble with a business. Clark advised on how to utilize the Better Business Bureau to get results. I was dealing with a business that had locked me out of access to manage my subscription with a streaming service of theirs. I tried many times to use their customer support email, but never got anywhere. Also, there was no phone number to talk to an actual person. So I deleted my account with them entirely. The problem, they continued to charge me for my subscription. Three months I was charged and I tried to fix it. Again, customer support, no help. I decided to file a complaint on my issue with the Better Business Bureau. Approximately one week later, I was refunded for my three months. I'm still trying to clean up the other issues with the account, but Clark's advice at least got me my money refunded. So uh, whenever I mention the Better Business Bureau, uh, the polarizing responses we get from podcast listeners, amazing. Here's the thing with the BBB. If a business is crooked, you're not going to get any help by filing with the BBB. On the other hand, if they're a big lumbering corporate bureaucracy, remember, the larger a corporation is, the dumber they become. You know, dinosaurs were so huge, but had those tiny brains. <laughs> That's what it happens with corporations. Their brain power is inversely proportional to their size. But they also truly think they're doing the right thing almost always. And so filing a complaint with the Better Business Bureau about a legitimate business that just is doing crummy business tends to work very often. You just go to BBB.org and you look up that company. It shows which Better Business Bureau handles complaints about them. You file the complaint. Do not write something that is like a novel you had to read in high school or college. Short and sweet and clear No anger in what you write, just what happened and what the resolution is you're looking for. And amazingly, you will get results repeatedly with these big companies. Pamela in Florida says, do you believe it's valuable and safe to use Experian Boost, which can improve your FICO score for making utility streaming services and even rent payments online? 
They request bank information, which I assume is needed to verify payments, and they claim it remains private, but I'm no fan of supplying that info to anyone unless absolutely necessary and worthwhile. I know Experian is one of the big three, which is reassuring. I just appreciate some input or experience with the program to help determine if it's worthwhile. Yeah, so uh, Experian Boost is a product I'm really excited about. There are several other competitors coming in the marketplace with the ability to build a, we can't call it a, I guess we would call it a credit profile, but to use alternative means of figuring out how risky or not risky you are other than just, well, this is how they pay a credit card. This is how they pay a car loan. This is how they pay a mortgage. What happens if you don't have those things? So Experian Boost is part of a new field that very heavy access to computer data is making it possible to come up with reliable or seemingly reliable systems to judge somebody's credit worthiness, not by the traditional narrow method that's been done. The issue with Experian Boost or any of the others is they're not widely used yet by credit decision makers, but it is an emerging field and I think it is worth doing. Coming up ahead, We've all been brutalized by the prices of groceries and food. Well, the good news is coming, or much better news, but you got to know how to pivot. I have a great example of that straight ahead. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you've been used to bad news, just pounding your wallet week after week after week, it's hard to see the good news that's emerging. And the awful take on our wallet from groceries is starting to let up item by item, food group by food group. As the supply chain disruptions are going away, industry by industry, product by product, things are in a rotation. And the worst of the supermarket inflation is not necessarily, well, the worst is over, but the food inflation is not gone, but particular items are becoming much less expensive. So how you buy, when you, whether you're eating out or you're shopping in the supermarket, is really going to matter so much now to dial back those prices. I got one example for you. Have you noticed how like every ad you're seeing for restaurants, fast food, quick serve, 
on an app on your phone, on television, wherever, they're all pushing chicken this, chicken that, chicken the other. Why? Because in the last six months, chicken price at wholesale has dropped typically around 75%. And so if I'm a restaurateur, if I'm a supermarket, whoever, what am I going to be pushing? I'm going to be pushing where my food cost has gone down. If I'm trying to attract inflation-weary shoppers, I'm going to do it with items that will attract people back in the store. And I'm just using chicken as one example. There's many different items now that have been cost prohibitive when you go in the supermarket or if I'm a restaurateur and I'm buying things from my suppliers or however I get my food items, the relentless up, 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 that fever is breaking. And so now I talk about with supermarket shopping, doing the reverse shopping list. And that was so important as prices kept climbing. Believe it or not, it's even more important now that the prices of a lot of things you might buy in a supermarket are coming down. The reverse shopping list is where you shop the sales on an app or uh, these things that people used to get called newspapers that are like printed on paper and they have stuff in them, the sales flyers in a newspaper. You shop the sales and build your menu list for that week and your shopping list from what's on sale. And is certain items that were so fever pitch priced are coming down, think about it. You're dialing back prices in what food represents in your budget. I've talked for the last year and a half about how important where you buy your groceries are, but also what you buy when you're in the store matters extremely. And so it's up to you to not just be rigid and say, okay, so here's my list. This is what I'm buying. Instead, show flexibility, buying what is actually more cost effective for you and your family. And when you eat out, you're going to see the specials normally are an excuse for a restaurant to charge you more. Right now, specials are the items that are more likely the ones they're getting a deal on and they're using them as inflation fighters to get you in and more important, to get you as a repeat guest. Krista? Anne in California says, I had a rental on Zillow. Someone got a picture of the house and used it to contract with a tree service to cut down my 30-foot tall avocado tree. Not that again. They knew the house would be empty. (sighs) He told them he was deaf, so he could only communicate by text. My son caught the first tree company trying to do it and chased them off. Another came by a week later and cut down the main trunk. It was all a scam as he sent a large cashier well the scammer sent a large cashier's check and asked the tree service to cash it and send check for the difference between their charge and his check they lost five thousand dollars i was collateral damage to the scam the police said there was nothing they could do he used a burner phone the da said they could do nothing and i sent the info to the fbi but never heard from them this is one of those things that bad things happen to good people and i was like not again Because this is one I haven't heard in like three, four years. This was very prominent 
back when we had a surplus of houses in the country and there were a lot of houses that weren't occupied at the time. Was this house unoccupied, did yes, you say? Yes, she said she had it as for rent on Zillow. Okay. So this is something every tree service needs to be aware of, this scam. And it's an oldie but baddie that goes back. I mean, this goes back nearly 20 years as a scam for a service provider. And yes, the homeowner was just collateral damage in this case. So what people do, the scamsters look for vacant properties. In this case, they just looked on places for rent. They probably didn't even drive by. And they pretend to be the homeowner. And just as described here, they get quotes from companies like a homeowner, the deaf thing, that's not one. i not heard that angle before. Then they send you the too large a check. And for whatever fish story they tell you about why the check's too large, then they have you send them back real money. And then you do the work. And by the time, even if you haven't done the work, what turns out later, you wired money to a crook, you're not going to recover and the check will bounce. Oh my goodness. Just know this, any business, anytime, or you're selling your own car, anything like that, anybody says, oh, for whatever reason, I'm having to send you a check larger. I sent you a check larger than what it was for, but I'm trusting you to just send me back the difference between the quote and what I've sent you. And what's going to happen is that check is going to bounce and you're going to be out your money. Today, the difference from 15, 20 years ago, today they'll want to be paid by Venmo most often or uh Cash App, Zelle, Zelle, any of those, because that money takes a one-way trip. So just be aware, be wary at your business. This is a long-standing con. Joanne in Wisconsin says, I often hear Clark talk about his loyalty to certain Coke or Pepsi products. I also recall Clark talking about the soaring price increases of both products. As a longtime Diet Pepsi and Diet Coke addict myself, can Clark explain what is causing the price increase in soft drinks? I vividly recall buying two liter bottles of either Coke or Pepsi for 79 cents when on sale just a couple of years ago. Now I'm lucky to find it on sale and pay less than $1.50 per bottle. Is this another result of supply chain issues or just pure greed on the part of the corporations. Please don't tell me to try a store brand. And I know we talked about this recently, but I just thought you could. Okay. So first things first, I have never found a store brand soft drink that I like. So I'm with you, Joanne, on that. But I have discovered that I love Dr. Pepper Zero as a replacement for my beloved Pepsi Zero and Coke Zero. And Because it's owned by a third company, I've been able time and again to find much lower prices on the Diet Pepper Zero, and I've really learned to love that. And so that's my product substitution that I've come up with for the soft drinks. In addition, as I shared, I'm drinking more water and a smaller number of soft drinks, which makes you very happy, Very happy, yes. So what's going on at Coke and Pepsi? So they're overwhelmingly a shared monopoly, you know, a duopoly. And so they have discovered that raising prices does hurt demand some for the product, but they're making so much more per unit that they're both benefiting from selling fewer bottles or cans, but selling the ones they're selling at much higher markups. So at some point, 
they will hit significant price resistance, or one will be worried about market share versus the other, or people will follow me into Dr. Pepper land, and it will bring the prices down from these very rarefied levels they are. And I live in a part of the country that has Lidl, the German discounter. I sent you a picture of me Mm -hmm. at Lidl, didn't I? Mm -hmm. So Lidl recently had Coke Zero on sale, limit 12 12-packs, half price. How many did you buy? And they're regular. I bought eight because I knew if I came home with 12, Lane would make me sleep out (laughs) the concrete or something. So I, I got eight of them. And what's great is Lidl's regular price is much cheaper than a normal supermarket. And then I got that at half price. So I was able to sate my desire for a while. I still have plenty of those cans available since I'm drinking less of them anyway. But Joanne, is it corporate greed? I think that the way capitalism works outside of a natural disaster or something like that is the marketplace doing its thing. And these companies have been testing the market. They've been able to find they can charge higher prices till they meet price resistance. They'll charge higher prices. Ken in Maryland says, we purchased a winter home in Vero Beach, Florida. My Smart, wife- smart person. <laughs> you ever been to Vero Beach? I have not. Oh, love Vero Beach. My wife wants television and internet in Florida. I attempted the TV antenna, but only got seven channels. What is the best choice for television and internet if we plan to be there only three months a year? So uh, short-termers for internet, for home internet, straight talk is my favorite go-to right now. It's currently 45 a month. Straight talk is that partnership between Verizon and Walmart. So you can go to straighttalk.com or you can go in a Walmart store and you buy this portable device that you plug and play. It finds the Verizon signal where you are in Vero Beach. If the signal's strong enough, you'll have perfectly adequate internet for web surfing, video streaming, that kind of thing. Not fast enough for gaming. You didn't mention that either of you are gamers, so you don't have to worry about that. And then you just pay per month. So the three months you're in Vero Beach, you'd pay $135 for the internet with the straight talk. You just don't renew it. When you get back to Florida the following year, who knows what prices will be, but maybe the straight talk will be the best thing. Again, what's wonderful with the streaming TV services is you pay by the month. And so you can look at our streaming guide at Clark.com, and we have a thing, you build your channels. And so you put in what channel is most important to you and your wife first. Then you put in the second most important, third most important. And you see the price pain involved at building the channel list that's really important to the two of you. And you may run out of wallet pain at 20 or 25 a month. You may end up at 50 a month or 65 a month. I'd say somewhere between 25 and 65 is where most people get. But again, you'd only pay it for those three months and then you're done and you go back to where you normally live in Maryland and then you repeat the cycle the following year in Vero Beach. And that's how you'd save the most money. And I want to thank you so much for listening to our podcast. I hope as you're walking on the beach with the sand in your toes, at Vero that you will be listening to our podcast. 
We also have our free daily newsletters. And you hear that? Everything we do is free, isn't it? That's pretty good business model, it's pretty Krista. Good. Yeah. I don't think that your audience would have any anything Any other else. way, would they? But anyway, you can sign up for our free newsletters at clark.com slash newsletters. You can follow the deals of the minute at Clark Deals with our newsletter for Clark Deals or clark.com, the content that we work so hard at. And we have our editorial review about what we have done in a current week and what we're looking at publishing the following week. I'm just in awe of the quality of the writing we have at clark.com, the dedication of our writers and the ethics that we're able to generate content with every week. And shout out to our social media team too. They do an amazing job. They do an amazing job. Not that I understand anything about social media. It's funny. I'm just pitiful at that, aren't I? (laughs) No, you're not. I am. That's why for me, you know, we all are a product of the era we come of age in. And my kids make fun of me that I'm so lame in understanding social media as a person. You understand plenty. You think I do? I think you do. I think you're good. (laughs) But the goal always with everything we do, everything we do, from when we wake up in the morning till we go to bed at night, whether it's this podcast, what I do on television, if you see me on TV in the market you live in, what I do for radio stations, what we do with our newsletters, our websites, everything we do is devoted to you having clear information that you can act on in your life that you can trust. It's why I do what I do. It's why we do what we do is to serve you in a time that nobody feels like they can trust anybody or anything. That is the greatest currency that we have to offer you is trust that what you see from us, what you read from us, what you hear from us is all about where our heads and our hearts believe we are doing the best we can to serve you. Have a great day.